We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome to another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Ooh. I'm Neil McCrady. That is uh, Tyler Siski. All day long. Welcome into uh, into the show. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Here for a uh, Make It Rain edition Thursday. Make It Rain, Make it rain. edition of the... Um... <laughs> Thank you, uh, Ben. I, I have hit the record button. Yeah. You know my day started with that, right? I did. I, I listened to your show today. I wasn't gonna miss your show today. I didn't get a. I didn't get a courtesy chuckle. I'm really pissed at, at Chase. I didn't get a, get a courtesy chuckle on my joke. I was getting ready to walk out the door, and I get my notification on my phone that your show's coming on, and uh, turn it on. And the first 87 comments on the thing stream was about uh, Lane, 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 Lane. And I told Chase that I last saw Lane at the Auburn University Airport reading a copy of Resilient Rebels. And he didn't give me a courtesy job. Nothing. No. Nothing. So I was kind of proud of that one. Oh. Um, all right. Uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about uh, Nick Rolovich a little bit. That was why I had the mask, by the way. Uh, we're going to talk about resetting the clock, uh, coaching changes, getting behind in the portal, how important it's going to be for uh, schools to move quickly as it pertains to hiring uh, new coaches. Speaking of new coaches, uh, Biff Pogey got the uh, job at Charlotte. Did you ever meet him? I don't think so. Him and Nick are boys. He used to hang around a lot. I know you covered Nick all those years. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, no, I don't. If I did, I don't remember. Yeah. And then, of course, we'll have uh, the road to Boise, which if Tyler doesn't win this week, I mean, no offense, but if you don't win this week, you don't deserve to win. Because I've. I've you trying to reverse psychology me right there or something? I mean, I'm. <laughs> that may be the best way to do it. I'm never. I've never been less prepared for picks. In my entire life, be all right. Yeah, I mean, fine, whatever. I'm a, a Did you watch the uh, Central Michigan Western Michigan game last night? Well, I flipped to it. Um, I was I was um, I was taping, believe it or not, 
a show that only Pete Deweese and I will ever see. Um, I was taping that show, and um, I, I was trying to kind of focus on Pete. If I'm honest, last night, and this is this, I think it's all ties in the importance of sleep. Like, <laughs> like it's really sleep's really important. Has somebody talked to you about this this week? Yeah, I have not. Was he bald and short? Yeah, I have not slept much. Yeah, um, gotta last, sleep, dude. The last couple of weeks, um, and it it caught up to me last night a little bit, <clears throat> and I was like having a hard time staying awake, taping that show, and um, and and I went to bed. Well, I didn't. I got finished with the show. Intended to go to bed. The phone rang. I was working phone stuff till eleven. Went to bed. Didn't sleep well. Got up, like I mentioned. Made a sloppy mistake writing that I'm still really pissed off at myself about. Um, it was just sloppy. It was an I air- forgive you. Yeah. I, well, I, I've, I've got to get better about just kind of forgiving myself. I, I know my heart was in the right place. It was an error. Um, people make them. Um, anyway. Yeah, you got to be tight on your game these days. There's a lot of emotional people out there right now. There are a lot of a lot of people that are emotional about something. And I have to, you know, it's that deal where I have to remember two things. This is me talking to myself. Number one, I have to remember that just because I'm not emotional about something, I've got to remember that the people that, that are reading my work that is very are. Good. Yep. That's number one. That's important. And uh, and then, um, see, I'm so I'm so scatterbrained right now, I can't remember the second part. That That's the big part. Though I know the second part is that I had someone tell me today, you know, more people read you than you think. And I, I, I think I don't think about that ever. I, I never think about that, but I've got to start. Hey, this is going to get read by a lot of people. Be smart. Yeah. Take, sure, take your time. And this morning I was in a rush. I was in a hurry. I had stuff to do. Had to start a show. Um, Carson, the OHS, is heading down to the, the beach for, yeah. for the weekend. So he was getting stuff, and I was trying to make sure that I – Orange Beach? Uh, no, they're going down to, like, Biloxi. Oh, gotcha. Down that area. Yeah. They're playing um, Ocean Springs, I think, and Biloxi. <laughs> and so I, I just, I just, uh, you know, I was, I was trying to make sure I saw him. I wanted to see him before he left because I'm leaving in the morning. I won't see him until Sunday afternoon or whatever. And I wanted to say, you know, yeah. hey, be careful and keep up with your stuff and good be luck and all that, you know. And um, just sloppy. What I was trying to write was that. Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin have not had not, as of this morning, sat down and communicated about a contract in light of Auburn's pursuit of Lane Kiffin. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, It's not at all what I said. The, I think if you read it, I also have to remember that a lot of times when like you and I talk about this, right, mm-hmm. off the – camera i talk to other people obviously and when we talk about it i don't have to be as clear right because you understand what i'm saying or i understand what you're saying when you say hey such and such such and such i'm like okay yeah i know what that means i have to remember that the people that are reading my work don't necessarily have the benefit of all of that background and i've got it that's does that make sense no it does i've got to lay that out i had a question asked to me today and i said my opinion hasn't changed, but I'm having a tough time how to answer that question because the things that I could say can be read, but you know, people that don't understand what I'm talking about could read between the lines the wrong information. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but 
anyway. Um, so that was that. Was that. So we'll talk about <clears throat> we'll, uh, Nick we'll Rolovich, talk about that. Um, and we'll do our picks, and yeah, that's our show. All right, so today's episode is entitled, How Pissed Off Can We Make Neil? So I like, I like when you get enraged, and when you're tired, I think you have a weak spot to get ragey. And so yeah. um, I had um, – I had somebody who was upset with all my f bombs that I've been releasing on the on the show. Yeah, um, I'm not convinced that it's not my mother um, <laughs> impersonating someone, but you think maybe. And so today's episode, I'm going to let you drop f bombs. I don't want to do that though. So we're going to start this bad bitch off with Nick Rolovich files his lawsuit against the governor. Oh, First, first of all, before we talk about our good friend Nick Rolovich, let's talk about the reason that we're even able to get on here. My and gosh, talk let's about do it, Nick and others. Uh, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. We uh, There won't be Pete's pigskin preview at uh, four. It's totally, I, I think it's totally my fault. What happened was. See, what had happened was. He had a connectivity issue at the beginning. And I hit mm. pause. And I'm. 99% sure that I hit record again when he came back, but I'm wondering if I just hit pause. Did Zoom record it locally for you? Zoom record it locally. Do you do, don't you do those on Zoom? Yeah. You may have a rec- uh, video file saved on whoever ho- whoever the host is, hostess, whoever the host was. Well, I was the, the host. You may have a... Nah, you, look. You look, okay. Yeah. It only recorded the first part before he paused. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, so back to our good friend Nick Rolovich, who, by the way, is a friend. He is one of the best human beings on the planet. That's I'm, what I've heard. I'm talking about you. Talking about a fun guy now. Yeah, I've heard. I've had multiple people who know him and know me. I've never met Nick Rolovich, but I've had multiple <clears throat> people, like in coaching and media circles, who know him and know me, have said that he and I would really hit it off. So, so Nick, if you're out there. Oh y'all, dude! Beers on me, bud. Nick, Nick would be, and we call and Rolo is what I've always called him. So, Corey Batoon, who coached here, and then Darren Hiller, who is uh, um, one of my mentors in this business, they worked with Rolo at different places, and so they kind of introduced me to him um, at the convention, and this turned into every, you know, during the AFCA convention every year we would go a day early. Because it's hard. To, I mean, the older you get, it's hard to run really hard for about three nights in a row. So we'd go the night before the convention started and blow it out, you know. Yeah. And then the actual convention didn't start to like three on Sunday, so that gave you time to recover. Um, but anyway, it turns into the every year, whatever city we're in, whether it be Anaheim, you know, Charlotte, Nashville, wherever, um, San Antonio, that we'd end up go- meeting up with Rolo at the at the bar, and he's buying drinks for everybody. Just a great guy. Like, right when he got the Washington State job, like, it was a big story that he went into a local tavern or something. Not local, but he was out recruiting. Like, he was in Seattle or he somewhere. He was in Seattle. And he buys the whole – He tweeted out to, hey – Yeah, uh, if you're a Washington State fan. If you're a Washington State fan or a Cougar fan or whatever, come over. Buy your drink. Love to meet you. Buy your, buy your drink. And he literally stayed at the bar for two hours and yeah. bought, bought beers for guys and talked I mean, who Washington does that? State football. I mean, he's a stud. So anyway, in case you've been under a rock um, lately, I know it's on the other side of the pond, but they fired him 
he tried to when you know COVID hit and they were trying to force vaccines and all that stuff out in the our uh, states out on the left coast. Um, they fired him for not taking the COVID vaccine. That's what he got fired for. Um, he filed a religious. He's Catholic. He fi- filed a religi- religious exemption. Um, and everybody was, you know, depends on what side of that opinion you're on. Um, I'm highly aware of what our stream is probably, uh, on what side they are of that, but he gets fired for it. And, you know, out there, they take it one way in the South and in the East East coast, we take it another way, but here's what came out today. That's going to get you fired up, Neil. So he actually files the lawsuit and people can go in and look at it now. In his testimony, I don't know what they don't call it, testimony. What do they call it when? Uh, uh, test, te- you testify. You, yeah, uh, but you. Depositions. Depositions. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about it on a podcast this week or some other, at some other time. The AD comes to him and asks him to, on the 50-yard line in front of his team, to get vaccinated knowing what his stance was on getting vaccinated, asked him to go on the 50-yard line in front of his team and get vaccinated. Why? I don't know. But, like... As a, as a way to pressure players that were... I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure... I mean, is, that, is, is that the point? I'm sure it was the point of everybody knows how he feels about it, and if he did it to get everybody else, I'm sure that was the point behind it. But... How so, freaking so, dumb can you be as a somebody that represents a state-run organization and all the HR rules and everything else mm-hmm. you got to go by to go and do that? Did you follow the COVID stuff? I mean, did you pay attention to the COVID stuff? I was the here. lies yeah. that were told. Yeah, I was here. The, the pressure that was put on people. The uh, um, immoral pressure that was put on people. It was wrong. They in should a, just a, write a $25 million check and be done with they it. They should absolutely pay him his $25 million. They absolutely should. And then some. Because by firing him like that, you damaged his upward growth. You damaged his ability to get other jobs. You damaged his, um, I don't know, what was his psyche? He, he, didn't, he wanted to work. He wanted to coach that team. He cared about his team. You took him away from his players. You, you caused mental stress. You caused, I'm sure, angst. You caused uh, hurt. It was completely unnecessary. It was absolutely unnecessary for Nick Rolovich. Who's how old? Nick's probably, he, I'd be lying. He's a little older than me. He, him and Corey are like the same age. Yeah, I'm saying close to 50. Okay. If I had to guess. Maybe right. a little so, bit over. So 50, early 50s. Okay, my age. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He didn't need it. If he wanted it, that was fine. Right? I mean, listen, if you wanted to go get vaccinated and, and, and boosted and all that stuff, cool. Go for it. Go for it. It's fine. But if you don't want to, especially by the time that happened, there was data that supported Nick Rolovich's stance. There was data. Yeah. And um, it was wrong. Yeah. I felt, you know, I don't mind. I don't care because – I mean, what else? I say all kinds of stuff all the time anyway. I don't care. So he's I 43. Got, he's 43 years old. Well, Carlos younger than me. So let's talk about Shocker. Let's talk about the list. I mean, seriously, this is I'm not I'm not being serious here. But what where's the list of four, of of healthy 43-year-olds who are dropping dead of COVID? The truth is there weren't any. Because here's the deal, you would know those people. You would hear those stories if it was a common thing, you would know it. Yeah. 
right? It was the reason, it was the reason that Ollie said the whole school thing was unnecessary. And the reason I said it was unnecessary was because if college kids had started dropping of COVID, you wouldn't have to have a mandate. Everyone would have gone and gotten their kid and locked them up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, didn't, if, if, you didn't have to lock down the elementary schools. You didn't have to because if it were real and fifth graders were dying everywhere from COVID, nobody would have sent their kids to school. It's the one thing that we all generally have in common, whether we're Republican or Democrat, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, uh, old, young, tall, short, fat, skinny, pretty, ugly, pick differences. I don't, whatever they are, it might be, whatever your view on, on, Roe v. Wade or your view on on taxation or what the one thing we all kind of have in common pretty much is we love our kids yeah it's the one thing that everybody's kind of really got in common we love our kids and so if your kids were really endangered the government wouldn't have had to do anything there wouldn't have been a need for a mandate but by there was a certain point in that deal, and I'll, I'll stop because it's just not worth it. Never, the people that are on the other side of this just will not admit, hey, maybe we overreacted. Yeah. The reality was once the data came in, instead of people going, hey, it's not as bad as we thought. Now, it's really bad for old people. And look, the bigger you are, the worse this is. Now would be a really good time to eat smarter Get your exercise. No. Hey, we're shutting down the beaches. We're shutting down the parks. We're shutting. It was stupid. It was just stupid. And this is stupid that you asked a man, 43 years old, who didn't need the vaccine. He didn't need it. Now, if he chose to get it out of a a sense of, hey, I'm going to be proactive. Okay, cool. Because there's lots of people that got it. I have a brother that's totally boosted. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't. He he jokes with me about it. I'm like, I don't think you need it, but whatever. Yeah, I don't – my whole deal was is I had to – I felt like I was not pressured. Nobody made me go do it. But I had to go do it for my business because my business was starting and I was having to go to things early on that I was required to be vaccinated yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, but I did not get it until the, at that point in time. Um, and I've told – I don't I know I've told you privately. I don't know if I did on here or not. So forgive me. Dude, I was – after I got uh, the second shot, I literally thought I was dying. That was the sickest I've ever yeah, been in my life. That, that was oh, yeah. that was rough. I had a I had a feeling. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I just got a text from a friend of ours. He just said, uh, "Pissing off Neil equals success." <laughs> anyway, I love it. No, but here's my point. My yeah. point of the drill is is that Rolo's a really good dude. Um, he's a really good football coach. He's won everywhere he's been, um, and to see somebody's career coaching, getting to that level, you know, I think as fans, I, I think Jeff Saturday is doing a whole nother, um, is putting a whole new light on this, but getting to the, to that level and the sacrifices you make as an individual to coach at that high of a level. Um, I'm embarrassed to say um, as a husband and as a father and really as a human being, I'm embarrassed to say the things that I've sacrificed in my life to be able to coach at the highest level. And nothing's free. Um, no, And, sure. you know, you can say, well, y'all make great money and all that stuff. Well, yeah, but here's the thing is like 
you probably wouldn't pay for what we lost. You know, there's no price you can put on what you've lost out of that. And my point of drill is this, is Rolo paid that price to get to that level and to get it ripped away from you from some, for something that's really meaningless is kind of um, disheartening. You know, it's, it's tough enough to keep those jobs by yes. winning football games. Hey, guys, I'm here. Um, it's hard enough to do that. Um, and I, I just hate it for him. So, all right, let's talk uh, – let's move on off that. Uh, yep. Let's talk about – because this is uh, going to be a hot topic. And I, I want to kind of go around and talk about some other things around it too. But let's talk about resetting the clock. I know I sent you a message the other day. It said, remind, remind you, and I, I hadn't remembered I told you something, so I put this on here. A lot of times coaches and coaching changes do what we call resetting the clock. The king of resetting the clock was a guy named Tommy Tuberville. Yeah. And, you know, he always had a saying is you got to get out before the posse gets you. Yeah. I mean, this guy left a great gig at Texas Tech. They kind of started getting hot on him a little bit. Dude just went and took a lesser job at Cincinnati from Texas Tech. And Cincinnati wasn't Cincinnati at the time, what we know as now. I mean, he just kept dipping, staying ahead of the posse. And that was what he did. Um, and a lot of times coaches, you know, you got you got it going on here. You got you to gotta leave when the getting's good sometimes. That sucks. A lot of people don't want to hear that, but if you've been somewhere, I saw it probably the world's worst was at Arkansas State. You know, they haven't won a game in like three years when we got there. Yeah. And, and Coach Roberts, from the day he got there, goes like six and six. Well, you know what? After a few years, six and six is not good enough. And then when you go backwards a little bit, things get hot. And then you get your ass fired. And so when you go and take another job and you reset the clock, you're starting all over, man. You got your – you kind of reset the clock on your career, and you get to start at start fresh. And so a lot of coaches do that, and you're going to see a lot of that, I think, in this cycle. Not, that doesn't have anything to effing – I didn't say it – effing do with uh, this podcast or this show or this or these people. But, you know, sometimes coaches got to reset the clock, man, and, and start over before, before the posse gets hot and comes after your ass. I know that. I would have liked to reset the clock a couple times. I know you would have. What are you what are you wearing today, by the way? What is what is that? What's my jacket? Is it this is an Auburn Letterman's jacket. Auburn Tigers. University. High school? Auburn University. Oh university. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That was cold outside today. Well, what's what's underneath there? This it's is a pretty a, shirt. This is a shirt that Kevin Steele gave me. Has it got an emblem on it? No. No. He gave it to me when he was at it's an Under Armour shirt. Okay. It's a it's nice. coaching shirt that he gave me when he got the job. You just Got cold and grabbed your cold. jacket. Yeah, for fun. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold in here. You got it. You know, you got the temperature down in here. Yeah, we don't run the heat much. You don't run the heat in uh-huh. here, and it's cold outside. Yeah. So, I thought I'd put that on. And since I got called an Auburn Homer today, I thought I'd just put it on, man. And it's a little chilly outside. Well, you played there. Yeah, well, I sat the bench and watched Cole play. You practiced there. <laughs> I practiced. I did a lot of that. <laughs> got the shit knocked out of I me. Mean, I got that done. I was a scrub. <laughs> I watched Cole play though. That was fun. You watched Cold Cole Cole, Cole Kublik. Oh, Cole Kublik. Yeah. I thought you meant the band Cole Coldplay. Yeah. No. <laughs> watched Cole Kublik play. I texted him, man. He had he had the worst Mac game of all time last night. He I said, dude, you should have been in the snowpocalypse. That was fun, man. Because he had Kent and somebody, right? He had Eastern Michigan and Kent State. Who won? Uh Eastern Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So he he didn't get any of the snow yesterday. So um, all right, let's talk about this because I'm sure it's going to come up there in a second. The uh, look at grind, new grind, uh, grind. I was waiting on you, man. I'm in here getting killed. I was waiting on you to show up and tell me how much you love my jacket. Thank you for showing up, grind. Um, 
anyway, um, this is going to be a interesting cycle because, you know, you already saw a lot of pressure on universities with the early signing day. And I don't know how many people are talking about this, so we'll be the first ones. There's going to be a ton of pressure on administrations to move really fast um, yeah. but because of the transfer portal. Right. Because December 5th, it's going live, and they're not going, and the good ones are going to be in and out. Um, and you probably need to go ahead and have your tampering done before then. So when December 5th comes, you know, hey, you're in for 15 minutes and you're out. Um, there's going to be a lot of pressure on staffs I'm talking about administrations to move quickly and fill spots. This doesn't need to be a lingering deal with anybody. So I think you're going to see things pick up. And I say all that to say this, you know, Charlotte went ahead and hired Biff Pogey. Um, Biff was a um, assistant to the head coach at Michigan. Um, very interesting hire. So Biff is independently wealthy. Um, Biff has been a businessman for a long time. He's really, really close friends with uh, Coach Saban. Excuse me, I'm sorry. And do you know where you know Biff from? You know him and you don't know. I bet you don't know where you know him from. I, I don't. He was the head coach at St. Francis Academy that was on TV where clown, with uh, – what's the clowning kid's first name place here? Uh, De- Demon? Demon? That was his high school coach. Oh, really? Yeah, so he coached at St. Saint, at Saint Francis High School where all the players come from. and. I guarantee you that that had something to do with it. So if you got players on your team from St. Francis that aren't playing very much, just telling you, they'll, they're, they're going to be mining here before two, December 5th. They're going to be doing some mining over there with the miners at Charlotte. Yeah. Guarantee you. Yeah. I mean, because he had – I mean, I don't even know how many players. Like, I'll be surprised if DeMond Clowney doesn't get in the portal, for example, from Ole Miss. That would make sense for him to go to a place like Charlotte. I mean, Biff's close to those kids. A great guy. Stud of a human being. Um, but that's what that was about. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if that takes place at all. Okay. Um, all right. Before we move on, we've got a few minutes. We have to get to the Boise. I know you have talked yourself out of it. I like, I, I feel bad for you how much you're having to talk about this. Cause it would, I would want to go jump off a bridge somewhere. What, what? The situation that's, that's occurring in Oxford. What's happening in Oxford? I just heard. Um, I don't know. Go out in Oxford, so I don't know what's dude, happening. Dude, my phone here. started blowing up again this morning. Something, um, something happened in Oxford? Not that I know of. Um, but what are, we the, talk, what are you talking about? Yeah, just rumors. Uh, and it's blowing up. On, I'm getting both sides of it, and it's driving me nuts. So let's talk about uh, – I'll talk about it. And would you do me a favor? I'm going, you don't, I don't want you to say anything because I know you've talked your, your side out of it. I would like for you to refute – what I'm hearing, because you and I have not had a conversation today about this. Okay? This is where I'm at. I got asked, I think I've figured out how to articulate this. My stance on this thing has not changed one iota from the conversations that we've had on this podcast for the last three weeks. I said three weeks ago, I'll say it, I said it almost every episode for three weeks. Lane Kiffin is Auburn's number one target, period. I, f- I believe that to be true. Okay. Two is their second target is Hugh Freeze. I believe that to be true. Okay. I have, been, I have stated from the beginning that I, in my opinion, in Tyler Siski's opinion, Hugh Freeze will be the next football coach at Auburn, which is where you may disagree with me. 
I don't know that I have an opinion right now okay. on that. But let me state why I'm saying that. I do think Auburn will offer Lane the job. I do think Lane will look into it. I don't think that's happened yet. The only no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go emphatic here. Am I wrong on that? It is my very educated understanding that as of this morning, and I have not asked since then, but as of this morning, Auburn has not offered its job to anyone. That's where I'm at. Um, I'm of the opinion that Auburn has been doing a, an extensive deep dive into um, Lane Kiffin and Hugh Freeze. What was that? Did, did an Auburn plane show up in the Mid-South this week? It was in Memphis. Oh, okay. I'm, I was just curious. Who's from? Who who spent a lot of time in Memphis? Uh, Hugh Freeze. Okay. He, and who else? Who else was in Memphis? Uh, their agent. Oh, okay. Damn. I wonder why that plane was there. <clears throat> All um, right, but and but here's so, the other, so what ahead. was the other part? So I don't think there's been an offer. I don't think there's been an offer. Um, and now I will say this. I've heard this consistently, and it jives with something you another topic you were just talking about. I I do believe that when an offer is made there's going to be a limited amount of time to give an answer. Agreed. I, 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 don't, I don't think either person or anyone else who might be out there, and by the way, I think Pete Thamel continues to mention Matt Rule as a candidate at Auburn. I have a suspicion that that is to help Rule uh, drive his market value up a little bit. He's, being, <laughs> I mean, he's got plenty of money now. He's being listed at, uh, at Nebraska as, as a leading candidate. Um, anyway, regardless, if, if it's whoever it is, um, I don't. I don't think that they'll have a lot of time. Someone told me today, with knowledge of of the situation, that um, that they anticipated uh, some Auburn would would make its first kind of move late next week. Yeah. So, which makes sense. I mean, Lane Kiffin's last game at Ole Miss this regular season is is Thursday. Hugh Freeze coaches a game on Saturday afternoon with uh, with Liberty. I can't remember who it's against. I've already looked this up and I've already forgotten. Virginia Tech. That's this Saturday. Oh, Lane, his last game. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hugh's got a game next Saturday. I don't know in, in the afternoon at at Liberty. Although Hugh is in a place where, much like when Lane was at FAU, Hugh could take the job before his final game, coach the final game, and leave. And nobody at, nobody at Liberty is going to hold it against him that he took the job at Auburn. Yeah, so, look, I know Lane. We're not, <laughs> we're not boys or anything. We work together. Is there I, anybody? Uh, well, I'm really good friends with his brother. His brother and I are tight. Okay. Um, but uh, I do know Lane. Look, Lane's going to – Liberty uh, plays New Mexico State in the finale. Oh, yeah. So they, they I could, could, coach, they I could, could coach that game. They, yeah, go ahead. Um, Lane is going to look into – like, he, he doesn't – people are like, he doesn't go home. He's not a typical fan. He doesn't go home and go, man, I wonder if I should take this Auburn job. Like, his mindset, he's watching film. He's getting ready to go play Arkansas, da, da, da. He knows he's going to get paid either way. And when he goes and does a deep research on what's going on there, and this yeah. is why I've said what I've said, when he looks at the roster overhaul that's going to have to take place, okay, yep. there's going to be about 45 roster spots that he's going to have to fill. Mm-hmm. All right. Can he do that at the portal? Sure. I mean, obviously. But you're starting over, okay? He is resetting his clock, so there is some positivity there, right? But at the same time, 
I just don't – I've said it from the jump. You've said it from the jump. There's – it's not a fit, and he's a smart guy. Lane is a smart guy. All right? But to say – now, from the now from the Ole Miss side, for people to sit there and say there's not a legitimate interest – because I've heard this come up too, that there's not legitimate interest from Auburn towards Lane, that's complete fabrication too because that's a lie. I know for 100% fact they want Lane. Um, yeah, I've had, I've had some people – uh, push in that in that regard and and look I don't, I don't believe that to be true I'll just say yeah that. all right so at the end of the day he's gonna have to sit down and go through that now I think and I'm of the opinion of Tyler Siski's opinion not anybody else's this is my independent super sleuth seeing both sides of it I think once Lane sits down and sees that stuff he's gonna be like ah it may not be what I want to do and 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 not go. Now, that may not mean he may not go somewhere else when it comes January, when Black Monday comes around. Uh, but I just think when he goes through things and sees it, that's my opinion, I could be dead-ass wrong. And I've said from the jump, that is their first option. Lane's going to have first first shot to say no. I don't think there's any debating that. He's going to have his first chance to say no. Hugh Freeze believes that too, by the way. Yes, yeah. Okay, and and then, but Hugh will take it, and Hugh will do a great job. Um, and so I'm wearing this in support of Hugh, my Hugh Freeze to Auburn movement, just so everybody knows. Um, but I'm terrible, I know. Um, but I think that's where it's at, and I, that's what I was trying to explain. I couldn't, I couldn't type all that to whoever asked me the question. I can't type all that out. But um, second thing, this Chris Lowe thing that happened yesterday. Yes. Or this is the last thing I want to say. I know there's a lot – I got – that was when my phone started blowing up while, last night. I don't – look, let me tell you. Your phone? Yeah, oh, I can't imagine yours. Um, Do you know who the second person I saw walk through the building the day Lane Kiffin was hired? Chris Lowe. He was right behind him. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris and Lane are – Chris and Lane are actually – They're, they're, they're tight. tight, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they go way back. Chris Lowe is delivering a message for Lane. And a lot of people took that as a negative, like giving him a way out. I didn't do that. I took it as a – kind of, hey, him trying to get the things that he wants to get in order to stay. I actually took that as a positive, not a negative. Um, I know all Ole Miss fans are ready to jump off a bridge, but I took that more of a positive of him wanting to stay as I did a way for him to get out. I did. That was just me. Tyler Siski's opinion, not so my opinion. I took it as one of two ways. One of two things. Um. Okay, let me see if I can get all my thoughts together here on this because I'm all over the place a little bit. Have you had enough rain yet? No. <laughs> um, you know, it, it helps with mental focus. I didn't know if you saw that on the back of the can. I probably should open mine and have some. Um, so I took it as a couple of things. One, the fact that through – I mean, let's be – we don't have to pretend here that, that Lowe's source about Kiffin's thoughts is Kiffin. Yeah, if you don't think that, then y'all got problems. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> can't so help you. They, they, they go way back. <laughs> way back. Um, the fact that it got talked about yesterday. Accomplished the goal. And then written about on ESPN. Winner, Lane Kiffin. Told me that. But what it told me is that Lane, it's the first sign, like last year, the, you know, Lane 
Lane's name flew around with LSU. He never said a word. He flew around with Florida. Never said a word. Minnesota. Uh, Vikings. The, the Vikings. Flew around with Miami a little bit. He never commented on that at all. Not even not even secondhand, right? Yeah. Um, the fact that he talked about it, obviously, with with um, <clears throat> with uh, Chris, and the fact that his kids have talked about it, and I hate bringing them in, so I'm gonna, I'm going briefly bring them in, and I'm, I'm getting done. The fact that it's been talked about tells me that. It, that's what told me that unlike LSU, where that was Lane wanting to be involved in the job and couldn't get a sniff, and Florida, where Scott Strickland was not hiring Lane Kiffin, <laughs> and Miami, where maybe they would have, but they were so set on Cristobal that it was a yeah, it was it was they were laser he was fighting uphill battle. They were laser focused, right? Um, and I don't know what the Dolphins beats me, not the Dolphins, the the Vikings. I, I have no no yeah. clue, no clue um, whether that gain traction or not. We had a source that told us it was real. I never could get there, so I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Told me that this, that we're talking about it here, tells me it's real. And that he's got a decision to make. So I took it as one of two things. As either he was laying the groundwork for a breakup. Hey, if it doesn't work out and I leave and I don't get a chance to say goodbye, it's about NIL. That's how I took it. Yeah. Or I, mean, like I see you, that. Or like you said, hey, look, I really don't want to leave for there. I've built this. But the whole one tenth thing, the one the, I didn't understand that one. That was from a PR standpoint, if you're planning to stay, right? Saying out loud, we've only got one tenth of Auburn's NIL pool. I think that was motivation. I think that was this inaccurate, though. Have we established that yet? We we haven't gone to that, but, but okay. regardless, well, yeah. I mean, hopefully, people know that. I mean, I would assume it's pretty inaccurate, but I, I, I beats me. I don't know. I don't know what Auburn's nil package is. I don't know what Ole Miss's nil package is. My point is, is that if in if in in the event that you are truly one tenth of where Auburn is today. You're not making up that ground in the time between today and the time. <laughs> Correct. That's my point. And the time that you have yeah. to, and the time that you have to make a decision if Auburn offers you a job. That was my point. Right? You're not going to close that gap. So, the reason I I heard what Chris said um, more negatively than others, and also I heard what Chris said more negatively in large part because I was also talking to people, including someone last night, who said. Frankly, I think he'll take it. Yeah, so I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Look, Lane's going to do like. And here's the thing. <laughs> hey, do you know who knows if he's going to take it or not? Right now, yeah, no, not a damn soul. He doesn't even know. Nobody. So knows. why are we? I do want to say it, it. Really, if you and we got a lot of Auburn people in here too. Consider your sources. Okay. Um, I heard on show, so I'll say it. I know for a fact that there are. Um, Auburn beat writers that are so far out of the freaking loop of how this stuff works that they are texting people asking the most preposterous questions plural? you ever, huh? Plural? Questions or, or, or people? People. People, plural. Okay. Yeah, plural. P-L. And you know who not is not one of them? JG never came in and came in a conversation. 
So you can take him off that list. Jay and I've talked so Jay, a lot. Jay, this is not about you. No. You're not in this inclusion. But there's other people on that beat, and there's two in particular, to be honest, okay? okay. It's two of them. Okay. And um, I, sh- I was joking. I should have a, we should have a segment called Dumbass Text That Tyler Siski Receives, all right, about this, about this deal. And one of them, and I put it up for some of your people the other day, is uh, it's Monday or Tuesday was – Hey, a board member, a board member told me that Lane was touring around the facility today, this morning. Is that true? Now, this is a media person texting somebody inside the Auburn building asking them if Lane, can, like, are you kidding me? Like, what, did Lane just, like, take a long lunch break and hop on a plane and go on a tour and come back before everybody noticed he was gone? I mean, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Seriously. Is that what we've gotten to? I was actually going to make the joke that Lane picked this up on his way back to town today. But, uh, like, I, I, I mean, I mean the, the idea. Why? Why do we the, do that? The idea that a sitting head coach that is still coaching games at his school, who is as recognizable as Kiffin, oh. would – I mean, first of all, for him to have been in Auburn on Wednesday morning, he would have had to skip Ole Miss's practice. Okay, that's number one. So I'm going to guess. Did he I mean, do I, his teleconference from the plane? I'm going to go out on a limb. Yeah, and he has an SEC teleconference. Hey, did he step out of the? Did he step out of the tour to take a phone call for a teleconference? I mean, the idea. What if him and Cadillac shared a line that he would? <laughs> the idea that he would skip his team's practice on the the Wednesday before a a, a road trip. Um. And 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 do the SEC teleconference from the road somewhere is so beyond the. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't understand. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire 
to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I don't understand. It's just, it's, it's wild, man. I don't know, man. I just, look. I, I want to say this, I, and this is the last thing. We'll move on. We got to get going. Um, we're actually okay one time, but nobody else wants to talk about this. Um, I do want to say this: is I don't have. I really don't. I know I'm wearing my jacket and all that stuff. I've lost my fandom so long ago, man. I don't have any fandom toward anybody. Um, I, in my honest. No rose-colored glasses because I don't own any um, unless it's for the Atlanta Braves um, or Conor McGregor. Um, regardless of what happens, if it doesn't go well for Ole Miss fans, these two fan bases are so emotional right now that both, if let's say it doesn't go well for, for Ole Miss and Lane leaves, Ole Miss is going to be just fine. I, I truly believe that uh, the amount of money that is being done and resources dumped into that program is a hundred thousand times better than it ever has been before, and I think the 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 candidate pool that you're going to have um, out of Ole Miss is going to be better than it ever has before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And somebody says, "Well, how can you say that?" Because the coach that's leaving now, if he does leave, is leaving on his own. How many coaches have left here on their own before him if he leaves? Let's uh, say he let's say he does leave. Okay. How many? When was the last time? And I don't know the answer to this. When was the last time a coach left Ole Miss on their own? All right. Since I've been familiar with Ole Miss, Brewer got fired. NCAA stuff. Joey Dumb is an interim coach. Tommy Tuberville left for Auburn. Who's so, that? Tuberville probably? Cutcliffe got fired. Um, who replaced? Orgeron got fired. Nutt got fired. Um, Tuberville. Freeze, Freeze got fired. for Yeah, yeah. T- Tommy. And so, he's so leaving Tommy, the school. T- Tommy left Auburn, I mean, left Ole Miss in 1998. Yes. So, yeah, so, it's been, so, it's been – been a quarter century but since when he yeah. left here they were coming off probation you know all that stuff the foundations here um and i think they and when you're paying a coach seven and a half eight nine million dollars or whatever they're going to come up with they can go get who they you can go get a really good candidate mm-hmm. and um i know some really good candidates that will be highly interested in this job so i don't think it's going to be that problem as it's been, if it's been before agreed 100%. All right, and then let's let's look at the other side, okay? So if you're an Auburn fan, you're here listening, and Lane doesn't come, and you end up with Hugh, okay? All jokes aside, and we can sit here and all this stuff, he's going to do really well there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll say this again for the millionth time. From a fit standpoint. It doesn't get any better of a fit. He's he's a much better fit for that job than, than Lane Kiffin. I, it, it just is. Now, you know, I don't know. Look, I, I'm, I'll but, be honest. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so tired from it. Well, hell, we're just not getting started, boss. Yeah, well, I know. I mean, I've, but I've got to, in, my, in the back of my mind, I've got to, like, start thinking 
okay, you got you to gotta be ready from a content standpoint to turn the page. And that's kind of where, where my yeah, focus I know it's, has started. I know it stretches you out a little bit and all that well, stuff. Not really. I mean, we'll be good. I mean, look, you produce a product. People either like the product or they don't. I can't it's, – it's, it's one of the things I can't control. Number one, I don't care. If I'm just totally honest, I've covered so many coaches. If I cover another coach, I cover another coach. Whatever. Yeah. whatever. I mean, um, the number of coaches that I've ever covered who I considered a friend – head coaches at the time that they were coaching one. Yeah. One. Uh, Andy Kennedy was, is a friend and was a friend. I don't get credit. I don't get to. You weren't a head coach. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, guys on staffs? Yeah. Like, I hated that. Was I told you. You, you, you talked about this. I, I hated. I had to catch myself during the Matt Lute time. Um, not cheering for Ole Miss. I was cheering for you guys. I yeah. liked you guys. I mean, I liked I, – I, I don't like – I still like him. He's, a, he's still with us, thank goodness. Um, I, I like Matt Luke. Matt Luke's the nicest – one of – maybe not the nicest – one of the nicest people I've ever covered. He was a, a great guy. Matt knew – Still is. Matt, yeah. <laughs> Matt's a great guy. He knew my he family. Die. He knew my family. Yeah. Um, you know, he knew, he knew Caroline. Yeah. Uh, who's – very good friends with uh, Caden. In fact, I mean, Caden goes to Ole Miss. Caroline goes to Arkansas. Caden is staying with Caroline this weekend in Fayetteville. Yeah. And, I mean, they're buddies. I mean, they've been buddies since they were dancing together when they were kindergartner. I mean, I I knew Caden really well. That's Tom's daughter. Um. So, you know, he knew – we knew – I cheered for you guys. I wanted y'all to make I it. I cheered for us too. Yeah, but I know I'm totally serious for that. I wanted y'all to make it. That's the part. I know. Like it Auburn, sucks, dude. At Auburn, Noel Mazzoni yeah. is, is, good a, is, a, is a good friend and at the time was a really good friend. Yeah. And, you know, he had Jason Campbell was a, was a redshirt freshman or sophomore, kind of th- yeah. thrust into the quarterback job. And he wasn't really ready, you know. And they played him, and I'm like they, they had a game at Syracuse in 2001 where Dwight Freeney just terrorized him. And it took him a while to kind of get past that, you know. And Jason ended up being a hell of a college quarterback and he played in the NFL as a really good NFL quarterback. But at the time, he wasn't really ready, and there was so much pressure. And Auburn does that. Auburn's a pressure cooker. It just is. Whether, whether it's Lane or Hugh or anyone else, they're going to figure that out. It's different. And, yeah. and um, you know, I remember – Wanting Auburn to win, not for Auburn, but because I didn't want Noel to get fired. Yeah. I remembered when Noel got fired, and, and I had to write that story, and he joked with me about it. And I knew the night that he got fired, I knew he'd been fired, and, and all those things. And I remember saying to myself, I'm never befriending one of these people again. It's, this is no fun, man. I mean, because I, I, you dude. get to know their families and stuff. And, you know, with, with AK, when he was the basketball coach here, um, I, I've told the story, and Andy, I think, doesn't mind me telling it at this point, but that last year got really bad, and, and it was kind of over. And he called me on a Sunday, and he goes, hey, um, have you written your uh, your 10 thoughts? And I was like, yeah. He goes, don't, don't do it. And I was like, well, why? And he goes, <laughs> well, something's happening tomorrow. You know, and I figured, oh, you're resigning. And I was like, well, you know, anyway. I love AK, man. AK is the best. It's and and – uh, Boy, he would have done well here during the NIL era. 
Because he would have been able to work the portal. I would have liked my chance at the NIL era. Of course. Doing what I did. You would have done really well in there. That, that, that would have been right up my alley. So, anyway, um, that's that's that. Well, yeah. No, it, it's – I'll kind of size it. It does suck just from a, from a personal standpoint. The hardest part for me – uh, and this is personal, and I, I know I joke around with some. I got I got some people pissed off the other day talking about personal stuff on my mailbox, but the uh, it was very hard for me personally being on the last staff, you know, and in this town, right, wrong, or indifferent. When people and I get it, I'm used to it. I mean, I, I got the when we signed up for the deal. I mean, I know how it goes. But when t- people talk bad about things that happen there and they don't know the whole story, it pisses me off. And of course. I, and it, if I lived somewhere else, I wouldn't have to deal with it. Right. And I think that – but more time has gone by. Now, I sacrificed for me because – now, I've moved my kids and my family ten times, dude. Yeah. Ten times. And it we was time for – here soon when you go join Hugh on the planes. All right. I'll, I'll address that. Um, yeah, I've that, got that message too. Um, from people that know better. Um, but I'm kidding. I know way. you are, but totally joke. You got to be careful because they this it's uh it's probably on Twitter by now. Um, you think you'd hire me as like a media relations person? hundred percent. I could get that done. You want to go? Depends on the price. You want to go, McCready and Siski, back to the planes? Since we're homers, like to do a show or to permanent? Permanent. Let's do it. Go cover the Tigers. Yeah, we'll just go straight podcast from the practice field. Just every day. Every day. I bet you I could get Hugh to let us do our podcast from the tower during practice. Can we get good Wi-Fi out there? How, how would that go? We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, But, no, I, it's, it's just very – living somewhere when you're on the last staff, it's it's just an odd deal, man. Um, and you, But I'll tell you this. You find out who your friends are real quick. Um, and, But it, I just – I liked it here. That's obviously why I'm still living here. Yeah. I liked it in Auburn. Auburn and, and Oxford are very similar. Auburn's actually grown a lot more now. There's no difference between Auburn and Opelika anymore than there used to be. Yeah. Um, but I like I'm a small I'm I'm an easy, simple person. Um, but you know, that's the hard part. All right. I'm gonna say this for the eight hundred and seventy fourth time. Okay. Um, I am not going to Auburn. I mean Nick, I don't know Nick, how many Nick, times I gotta tell people that. Nick Saban said he wasn't going to Tuscaloosa. Look at the rest. Hey, I will be I want you to listen to me. I will be in a pine box yeah. before I leave Oxford going to Auburn. How about that? So here soon the show's <laughs> just going to be McCready, powered by rain, total body fuel. I'll leave here in a pine box the next time I leave Oxford. All right. You know what time it is now? It's time for me to just have a disastrous showing here on uh it's time. This is just brutal, man. I mean, this is. I mean, when I tell you that I have not done research and that I'm so screwed here, I am so screwed here. For the road to Boise. The road to Boise. Yes, sir. Just to catch everybody up, Neil has a zero point three four unit lead on your boy going into the weekend. Let's take a mental picture right now. This is the last moment that I'm ever going to be ahead. This is it. Right now. This is that moment. Are, are you trying everything you can to reverse jinx this thing? Tyler, I'm literally looking at games as we go. I have okay. no idea what's happened. I, I have I, Normally, I have like this little two-hour window that I spend doing some time. I look up some stuff. Not this time. 
All right. But sure. Would you like to start off in the National Football League? Um. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Would you like me to go first so you can buy some time? Yeah, I, I do. I need you to go first. Okay. Are you going to sit here and pick on top of my picks, by the way? I, no. Okay. I, I don't think so. I mean, I've. You got an idea? NFL's um, fine. It doesn't matter because there's not that many games. I've got one, two, three. I've got, I've got a few games I can figure out. All right. Here we go. I just saw GJ, and he's in here. Neil, America's team, GJ's America's team, the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Are hosting your Chicago Bears. Yep. Yep. This is actually one of my games, but I, I'm, I'm not. Go ahead. That's why I, don't, I don't care. Okay. We're good. All right. The Chicago Bears are underdogs by three points against the Falcons. Yep. There's a lot of talk in Atlanta. Desmond Ritter's getting some snaps after that. One of the worst ball security performances by a National Football League quarterback I've ever seen in my life. But somehow, the Atlanta Falcons are favored by three. And you know what, Neil? What's that? It's too much. Really? I'm taking the Chicago Bears plus three points in Atlanta on Sunday. Um, I think the Bears, I think they blow them out. Like, personally, I will, I'm will. i probably going to load up personally on the money line on this game. Okay. Um, One I, of my favorite NFL games of the week. I like this game, too, uh, although I'm going to surprise you here. It's not the Falcons. I'm not betting the Falcons. Uh, the Bears' defense is not good. The Bears' offense is good, beginning to really get good, kind of feeling themselves. They are that. I'm going to take the Bears-Falcons over 49.5. I think these two I, teams, Hey, look, I'm going to help you out here. It doesn't matter. I got it at 49. I said, go 49 so you can get you a push. All right. I looked it up right before I came. I put it on the sheet. Okay. 49. Okay. Cole, 49. All right. I, I like Bears-Falcons over 49. I, I think the Bears get – I won't be surprised if the Bears get into the low 30s. Agree. And, and, and that, that means all I got to do out of Atlanta is get them to about 20, and I can see that. Easy. Dude, I just <sighs> – I don't understand. I feel like I'm missing. Some. This line's bad, man. There's some weird lines in general this week. Yeah, this line's bad. All right, my second pick. The Cleveland Browns yeah. are going to Buffalo, New York. Buffalo is favored by eight. But guess what, Neil? That's not where I'm going. Oh, okay. I'm taking the under at 42 points because what Vegas doesn't know that I know yeah. is that Lake Effect Snow is popping the Buffalo area. There oh. will be three feet. That is right. Three to six three feet. Three to six feet yeah, of snow on the ground. I'm this. taking the under right now. Like, I'm betting it today before people read the weather forecast. I'm taking uh, Browns Bills under 42 Wow. How about that? All right. I'm going to, uh, with pick two, I'm going to go with a, uh, I'm going to go with a team that hadn't gone with all year. Hadn't touched them. Hadn't touched one of their games all season. The Detroit Lions head to New York to face the Giants. Are they getting bad weather too? I don't know. <laughs> I'm wait. I'll let you know after you make your pick. Um, <laughs> Detroit, Detroit, Detroit plays in a dome. The Giants are used to the outdoors. Giants can run that football. That's what they do well. 
Give me the New York Giants minus three at home against the Detroit Lions. I'm going to save you the suspense, Neil. Okay. It is going to be bad weather. Okay. I am also taking the New York Giants minus three. Um, I would normally pick another pick, but this is my second favorite pick of the day. I put it. I probably should have got you in game game th- uh, game theory you right there and going with that was my going order of my favorites. But um, I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you. The weather's it's not going to be snowing. It's going to be flurries. Um, but the wind is going to be blowing at twenty miles an hour. I came really close to taking the under in this game. Um, but I'm taking the Giants minus three. I think exactly what you said. A dome team going to uh, the Giants, even though Detroit is cold. I'm all over the Giants, minus three. All right. All right. Now, my next pick. Yeah, I was looking for it. There it is. Everybody says don't do double-digit favorites in the NFL. Don't do it. I did it one time, got burned. Did I learn my lesson? No. <laughs> I did not. Baltimore Ravens are going to absolutely destroy the Carolina Panthers. Oh. I'm going to lay 13 in an NFL game, knowing how crazy that is, with my boy Lamar. Did you watch? And my guys in uh, Baltimore. I know you were all upset last night with your technology issues. You did not watch any of the Central Michigan, Western Michigan game last night? I did not. Who won? Uh, My Western Michigan Broncos, by the way, needed that one. Oh, uh, for my boys, quick you climb. They were an 11 point dog and they won. Yep. Look at the Mac. So the Mac. Take the underdogs if you got a lot of points. Kent tonight. State Kent State won. Last night, they all were, of the. They were a seven point. Uh, the Northern Illinois lost as a basically a one point dog last night. Okay. Rest of, but Eastern Michigan was a seven point dog and won. And um, Western Michigan was a 10 point dog and won. Who won the Tuesday games? Who won the t- I didn't Toledo watch. Bowling Green? I was coaching football Tuesday night. So. Oh, okay. Um, so it's supposed to be snowing in Baltimore too? No. Okay. No. Neil, I also like the Panthers and Ravens game. Okay. You like the over, I bet. But Neil, remember what I told you. Teams that are favored by more than nine and a half points. I know. Take the under. Oh. I'm going under 41. What do you got it at over there? 41 and a half. That's, that's fine. 40, 41 under. I got it under 41. I'll keep it there. I'm going the Panthers-Ravens under uh, 41 points in that game. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just literally betting this on the trend. I have no comprehension of what the score is going to be. I'm strictly betting trend. Okay. It was good to me last night. That's fine. The trend was? Is that what you said? It was good yeah, to me last night? Or good, good to me last week. Got you. Okay. In the NFL. All right. And I went undefeated, so I'm not going to buck it. You, you were good. Put a lot of pressure on me. This I feel week. good about my NFL right now. I'm starting to get in my NFL groove. And I feel like I've lost mine. But I think this is the Sunday night's Chiefs Chargers. Yes. Chargers getting banged up. Starting to hurt. Losing dudes. They're getting two back. Who are they getting back? Uh, Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams both practicing right now. Oh. Limited, but they're practicing. I don't know if they're playing or not. This line tells me they're not, though. Yeah. But here, I'm going to help you out. I'll let you decide to pick. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have been practicing on a limited basis, um, but their defensive line is just – 
annihilated. They have no players left. That's why they can't stop the run. That's why they got beat by the 49ers of the night. So I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm going to lay six. When in doubt, take a really good team in a primetime game. They want to win. They look like they're kind of finding an offensive groove. And they have to hold first play. They have to hold the first seed. They don't want to go to Buffalo. They don't want to go to – they don't want to go anywhere. They don't have to end up playing some road game in Baltimore or something. Give me the Chiefs, minus six, on the road at uh, KC. All right, Neil, my last pick. So I'm going to be nice here. I'm feeling – since you're having a rough day, I'm going to be nice because I have a really sneaky suspicion where you're going with your last pick. Glad you do, because I don't know yet. I bet I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle it right here, and I'll show it to you if I'm right. My last pick is the Washington Commanders are going to Houston. Um, Houston is in full tank mode. They are just – they taken – I mean, you're talking about a disaster inside of a building. They stripped their captainship from Cooks. Um, and you know who's playing a little bit better and starting to get a little hot? Is the Washington Commanders. They upset Philadelphia the other night. They've won like four or five in a row. Yeah. Defensive line starting to play like the defensive line that they are. Where they got, I, they have to have the NFL leading most first round picks on front seven in the NFL. I have the Washington Commanders minus three at Houston. Oh, I actually like that pick. What, what, what did you think my next pick was going to be? Oh, no. No? No, I got talked out of that by somebody. Mintz? Yeah. He talked me out of it. For what? I know I ought to go with it anyway, shouldn't I? I'm betting it personally, so maybe I'm just being a fan. You know what? I'll be a fan then because I'll be driving Sunday. gives me something to listen to. It's the afternoon game. Here's the only thing that – the only negative that I can see. You worry about what? I'm worried about T.J. Watt versus tackles, and he's back. And they've usually struggled when they play a dominant end. Well, he dominated their ass the first time. Is Fitzpatrick back, Minka? I don't know that. He had an appendectomy, so it'll last. Yeah, because like, Joe Burrow Wednesday. was joking around with him and said, you should take another week. I mean, how fast can you get back from those? It took Burrow a while to come back effectively. I mean, he had his, it last Burrow's, Wednesday. Burrow's was different, though, because Burrow's had a his burst. He had an appendectomy last Wednesday after practice. So, how long does it take to come back? Ten days? You can go full speed? I, I mean, he can't be 100%. I wouldn't think. So the games that I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the Colts plus seven at home against Philly. Think about that one, plus seven at home. Let the people in the stream help me here. If I'm being honest, that's what I'm trying to do. So y'all, if y'all want, who the Colts? Colts plus seven at home against I'm, Philly. They got to show me one more week. Uh, I like the Rams Saints under. It's thirty nine. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm with you. They can't, I mean, who's who's left to play offense? That's what I'm saying. I like you know, Cooper the, Cup's out for like four weeks. Yeah. He's IR'd. And Stafford's just a shell of himself right now. I like the under. Well, he didn't play last week. Uh, and then the other game, where was it? Oh, so the other game is Cincinnati minus four in a rematch at Pittsburgh. So talk to me, people. You want to hear something funny? Yep. So – I got my phone on Do Not Disturb, but my computer has the text messages on here, you know? So, definitely not going to. What do you call it when you reveal who who texts you? Doxing, is that what you say? Yes. Well, no, not really. You're exposing us. I have a um, really significant coach asking what the situation is at another school. Yeah. 
And then I have uh, two big-time media reporters want to know what, what I know about Auburn. Oh, how about that? Yeah. All Tune right, in. We're going to do, <laughs> do Saints. Catch up. Go about 15 minutes back. Let's see. We got Grind telling me this. I got Grind and uh, Connor and somebody else I thought said it. Uh, yeah, G- GJG basically says the same thing. So I'm going to go uh, Rams, Saints, under 39. Golly, that's low, though, man. I like it, though. I like it. I do. I like it. It's so scary. Being, I don't know what it is about when you see a three in front of the over-under. I don't know, man. How about the Iowa-Minnesota? I know. <laughs> the over-under is 32. <laughs> it's almost in that's the 20s. That's the lowest ever, I think. Right? It's almost, yeah, it's almost in the 20s. That's That's insane. Um. Yeah, I like the. I actually like the. Somebody said the Jets. I like the Patriots at home against the. Mm-hmm. That now the over under that I wanted to play with was the Jets and Patriots at thirty eight because it's going to be snow flurrying over there too, and the wind is blowing twenty miles an hour at oh. kickoff. That's hard. Like people don't understand playing football. I much rather play in rain and bad weather than wind. Wind's the worst weather you can play in as a football player, as an offense anyway. So. Under in the Jets Patriots is looking looking pretty good. Okay, almost took that one, but I didn't. All right, you ready to get to college? Why not? Why not? You want me to go first again? Please. Okay. All right, we're going to start this off. The TCU Horn Frogs yeah. are two and a half point favorites on the road at Baylor. Yeah. Um, TCU is they half like they're they got a kind of little you know Stella's got our groove a little bit. Do they find a way to win? Um, Baylor got exposed last week. Kansas State rubbed them pretty good yeah. at home. Um, TCU, I mean, it's obviously an important game. They have to win to keep their college playoff hopes alive. I'm going TCU minus two and a half on the road at Baylor. I don't hate that. Feels like they've been flirting with some disaster a little bit. but Yeah, I mean, they have, but dude, I don't know, man. I can't get Baylor's very inconsistent, and they don't. I don't know, man. I just, I just like TCU winning this game. I don't know why. Okay, uh, I'm going to open up in the Big Twelve, which has been good for me sometimes, not so good for me other times. Um, Texas Tech is proving to be one of these teams that's one thing in Lubbock and and a completely different thing when they're not in Lubbock. Uh, they're in Ames, Iowa, which is last I checked not Lubbock. Uh, I'm going to take the Iowa State Cyclones, who have been good to me, and lay three and a half versus Texas Tech. Did you just say how the Iowa State Cyclones have been good to you as an Iowa fan? Yep. I like that. You know, I mean, look, I'm not a combative person. I am not the kind of person that goes, just because you're a rival, I can't like you. We can't be friends. I'm not that guy. So, I like Iowa State. I like Matt Campbell. Seems like a good dude. Great guy. Um, You know, I'm – I'm willing next week to make them the uh, McCready Media Team of the Week. Oh, if they'll pull this off, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I, 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 hey, with my, my my next pick coming up, you're going to see just how little I'm. Not, I'm not even a grudge holder. Okay, all right. So go ahead. All right, Neil. My second pick: the Florida Gators. Oh, are going to Nashville. Yeah, and they're Four, playing fourteen. Playing. They're playing your favorite. Oh my Clark, Clark, love you, babe. Way to go. Your twin brother. Way to go. Your brother from another mother. 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 We do look a lot alike. You really do. It's kind of scary. Yeah. 
And the Gators are 14-point favorites now. Yeah, I know. Guess what? It's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. Florida is about to – look now, people been – what did we talk about? You know how everybody was ready to – you know, I may or may not heard it on your show before, so I just want to say this. Everybody was picking on my guy Billy Napier about three or four weeks ago saying it's not working. Yep. It wasn't me saying it. It was a guest. I'm just saying. guest. I heard it on your show, though, that it wasn't working in Florida. If he wins this week, he's going to be 7-4 and four going to his last game. It's win number seven. Yep. And back in the summer, we said if he wins how many games, it would be a sign that it's working? Uh, seven or eight. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay, there you go. How about that? I'm going to Florida Gators big. Yeah. Big. Yeah, I like that pick. Anthony Richardson, two weeks in a row. He's played like a good quarterback. And when he's good, they're really good. And you know what happens if you do three things in a row? We call that a streak. There you go. What movie is that from? Uh, Bull Durham. Look at you. Florida, minus 14 at Vandy. What you got? Pick two. Pick two. Two weeks ago, the Flames of Liberty went to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and got a big win. (laughs) The next week, the Flames of Liberty went to Storrs, Connecticut. They did not get a good win. I heard. You know why they didn't win? Because the ghost showed up. The ghost. Jim Moore's ghost. Follow him. This week, the Flames of Liberty are back in uh, Lynchburg. Back at home, nice and comfortable. Got a big-name team rolling in. Not a big team, but a big-name team. And uh, one, Hubert Freeze. It's Danny. I know, it's plain. Uh, one, One Hugh Freeze knows eyes are upon him. Eyes are upon him. You sent some points being scored Saturday? I did. <laughs> and I am expecting lots of points. Lots of points. Quick, <laughs> decisive points. Um, I am expecting a offensive game plan that is remarkably good yeah. against a remarkably bad team <laughs> with a big name. Because while I, I believe Hugh Freeze believes that Lane Kippen is the leading candidate, I think Hugh Freeze believes that he's not that far behind. I do believe that. That he believes he's got a real chance at this job. And while it's unlikely that John Cohen is watching these games, making decisions off of them, Hugh's not going to leave that to chance. He will still be watching regardless. (laughs) Give me the Liberty Flames minus 10 versus Virginia Tech. Hey, I may need to. All right, can somebody check this? I saw on the stream. Can I can I redo a pick if this is true? I got to look it up. I need to figure out a way to look it up. So this guy says the Browns-Bills game just got moved to Detroit. Oh, is that right? That will affect my over-under <laughs> pick. Do you mind if I change it if no, we I find that out? I don't can mind. somebody look that up I mean, and, and, and validate that? I mean, I, please? it's fine. It just feels wrong, but okay, sure. <sighs> I mean. Well, you tell you what feel, let me tell you what would feel really wrong. Me dying of all the shit that I've done in my life. Me dying of pneumonia when we get back. For Christmas, Merry Christmas, kids. I died of pneumonia. Oh, it was Major League, by the way, where that movie came from, according to my, our friend Jerry. That's right. I almost said that, and then I felt like I was wrong. Oh, all right. No, I don't know. 
I'll go back and look that before we get done. Schefter, or as you call him, Scheffler. Scheffler? He, uh, he Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> so, go ahead. All right. Um, so, the uh, I'll do that to end. My third pick, Neil. Yep. I guarantee you don't have this on your deal. Probably not. The UTSA Roadrunners. Oh, yeah? Are going to Rice. Yeah, <laughs> probably Rice not sucks. on your probably not on your uh, call sheet there. I picked against Rice last week and got a W. I know Western Kentucky, UTSA, good football team. They're eight and two. Yeah, they're good. They are thirteen point favorites. That's it. They're giving up thirteen points at Rice. Oh. I'm taking the Roadrunners to run all over that ass. UTSA minus thirteen because you know what, Neil? What's that? It's not enough. It's not enough. I see that. That's a good pick. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Can you tell I'm stalling? No, but I uh, I was looking at a text from Brennan. Brennan, that was classic. Brennan sent me a text of uh, Alvin the Chipmunks, you know, with the, um, with him wearing the letter A on the shirt. Yeah. And said, that's what I look like on the live stream. Chipmunk with an A. I like that, Brennan. <laughs> that's good. Oh, he, oh, he, and he tweeted it. Good, good shit. Anyway, nice that's tweet, good. Brennan. That's good. All right, um, I'm going to do three over-unders at this point. This will be I did two in the NFL. I'm about to do one in the college ranks. Pittsburgh and Duke play each other, two teams that can score some points. The over-under's not bad. It's just 50. I'm going to go over 50, Pitt and Duke. I studied that game very, very hard. Did not pick it, though. Over 50, all right? You like it or hate it? Um, I was actually flirting with it with my money line. Okay. Um, I kind of like Duke plus seven and a half there. Pitt's like, dude, they're Jack on high. They may score. Yeah. I mean, who knows? All right. Oh, I haven't even thought about money line. God, it's what a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, I have no clue. All right, Neil. My fourth pick. I'm going to stay in the Southeastern Football Conference. Okay. The Tennessee Vols. Yep. Are favored by 21 and a half points. It's not enough. At South Carolina. Do you know who one of who the most explosive player on Tennessee's football team is? It's the wide receiver uh, Hyatt. Hyatt, yeah. Do you know who where he's from? I'm going to guess he's from South Carolina. He is. Do you know uh-huh. who did not offer him a scholarship? I'm going to guess the University of South Carolina. Do you know who's made it very public that he's fisting to put on the show this weekend? I would guess Mr. Hyatt. And when he says he's put on the show, by God, I believe him. Okay. I'm taking Tennessee minus twenty one and a half on the road at South Carolina. This has visions of in the 60s to 10 this is massive blowout central um i want to apologize to jeff my brother-in-law big south carolina fan megan my sister-in-law um not gonna be uh pretty in columbia south carolina on saturday evening okay and they had yeah good point Cotto. they got a score too man they gotta they gotta look good just in case Still, still stalling. Yeah, I'm stalling bad. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what your money line pick is. Oh, we'll be here. We'll be here till uh, Henry's guys before you figure out. I think I'm gonna go with the one that I I wrote down, even though I'm trying to avoid it. Um, all right. So, I'll go with the. uh, What's can someone give me an update on Malik Cunningham's status with Louisville? He's day to day, (laughs) and I need to know which day is the day because. (laughs) 
It's not if it's day to day. They're not going. He will be available Saturday at one p.m. All right, I'll do this one. Here we go. I, I, I like this. One. <laughs> Laura, I tried. You know who the most overrated team in in college football has been this season? The most overrated team. The most, single most overrated team. Well, there's two. <laughs> They're from the same state. Syracuse? Nah. Texas A&M's most overrated team. The second most overrated team is Texas. Ooh. Ooh. They go to Lawrence, Kansas. They sure do. They're a nine-point favorite. Nine, yeah, sure are. Give me Kansas plus nine at home. Lance Leopold, he probably knows some eyes are on him as well. Got a good little quarterback there. They play hard. Kansas plus nine. Wow. I like that. Not picking them to win. Just get nine points. It makes you feel any better. I had it in my money line conversation. All right, Neil. My last spread pick before we get to um, the money line. Any of you cats got suggestions, go. (laughs) I mean, I'm listening. There's a game in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Neil. Oh, yeah? I heard. I think you're going to, right? Um, I am planning to go to Fayetteville. Um, as of this moment, I don't even have a hotel reservation. Um, Did you stay with your kids? Or is that not cool? Well, because I don't know that they'd let me stay at the Cayo house. Um, I'm going to guess that wouldn't work. A little bit. Hey. <laughs> I mean, a little awkward. A little creepy. A little creepy. <laughs> a little creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We'll have a hey. You'll get your own Hulu documentary. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was, I shouldn't say that. I'm so sorry. That's so bad of me. Uh, no, <laughs> I'll find a place. I, I'm. I have. I have gone back and forth about whether I even want. I'm going to go burn in the blue flame for that one. Good Lord is going to call me out on that one. I'll show up. All right. Ole Miss is two and a half point favorites. Yep. Guess what, Neil? Uh, I'm going to guess. All right, I think Ole Miss is winning this game. I don't think it's a blowout. I think it's kind of close. It's going to be cold. You can't convince me that Ole Miss isn't a little distracted and a little let down after last week. I don't know what Arkansas is going to do because I'm not convinced they really care that much anymore, but it is senior day, and they KJ's going to play, and he wanted to go to Ole Miss, and they didn't offer him, and blah, blah, blah. It was really close last year, blah, 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 super cold. I'm going to guess two and a half's not enough, but it's almost enough. I feel this is my favorite bet of the week. Okay. I've studied this, and I will tell you this. Okay. The score will be yep. under 64 total points in the cold. Yeah. Favorite bet of the week, Ole Miss under six. Ole Miss Arkansas under sixty four. It's going to be cold as hell. Yeah, I had it twenty seven twenty three. Ole Miss, which is good you under. I think that's about right. Yeah, I'm I like, good with I that. I like the under there. I don't think. Uh, all kidding aside, it's going to be cold, man. There's going to be a lot of balls on the ground. Clock's going to run. I just, I, I really like the under sixty four. My favorite bet of the week, um, and it's actually going up, which I don't get that. Um, dude, over under, yeah. It was at 61 start of the week. It's up to 64. Um, I'm going Ole Miss, Arkansas, under 64 points. I think that's free money. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Um, uh, let's see. 
I do not have a condo in Fayetteville. I don't. Um, <laughs> kind of sometimes wished I did. I'd rent that puppy out. Um, cost of real estate up there is skyrocketing. Like, just out of control. Um, all right. Too bad you can't buy a house with the mortgage rates. That's a good point. All right, so uh, I, I'm 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 gonna save that one for my money line. Um, I'm gonna do this. Iowa and Minnesota play Big Ten game mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. Uh, Iowa's been a, a better team on the road I mean, at home lately. Not so good on the road. Uh, Minnesota's been solid, veteran team. The line is just – I had it here. Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. I'm going to go Golden Gophers. Gophers. At home, I'm going to lay the two and a half over uh, Iowa. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Do you know why? Why? It's my money line pick time. Oh, you like Iowa as your money line? My money line this week, the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to Minnesota. Minnesota can do nothing but run the football. And you know what Iowa can do? They can stop the run. They can stop the run. Now, on the other hand. On the other hand, offensively, even though when you look from at the outside and they're very anemic, not so fast, my friends. They've started to learn what a play-action pass is. They've started scoring enough points. That's true. The over-under is terribly low, so it's going to be a low-scoring game. 32. I'm taking the best defense over the best offense in this game. I'm taking Iowa Hawkeyes money line. It's not a lot. It's plus 118, but I'm also playing game theory here. I need the unit. So I'm going Iowa Hawkeyes plus 118 on the road as my money line against the Minnesota Golden Gophers in the road of the Bolts. All right. I'm getting. I'm fighting what the money line is on this one. Hold on, I'm, I'm. I'm getting there. All right. While you're doing that, while you're looking at that, I'll buy you a little time here. Why I, is Utah suddenly favored? Well, there's rumors of Bo Nix not playing. Well, son of a bitch. I don't know that to be a fact. Well, the, in Vegas, Utah suddenly a two point favorite, and what was going to be my money line, they're now a minus one thirty five. That's not a very effective. <laughs> Congratulations, it's plus 6.65. Not a good money line there. While you're doing that, I'm going to switch my NFL pick. Okay. I'm getting off of the Browns and Bills since they moved the game on me, assholes. I'm going to take – did you take the Bengals? uh, No, I did not. All right, I'm taking the Bengals minus four against the Steelers. That was my – I had that pick as well. Um, But I'm just going to – gamble that they figured out how to block a speed rusher in the last six weeks all right so my thoughts as we do this um that was good all right i haven't done an sec game all year i actually don't hate the western kentucky money line at 190 i wouldn't hate it either um i I don't know at some point auburn's emotion wears out alabama's next week they used a bunch at Mississippi State. They used everything they had. Everything left. they had. <laughs> Texas A and M. My God, there can't be much left. But they've done it two weeks in a row, and I'm not sure they won't do it three. Different environment and stuff, but Western's good. So I'm, I might come back to that. Uh, I've got NC State, but I, 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 they're, they're, I don't know what the money line is. I've got them against Louisville, but I don't trust NC State right now. Louisville's playing well, and if Cunningham plays, Louisville will win. If Cunningham doesn't play, different deal. 
Uh, let's see, what's the other one I had? Um, I got West Virginia at home as a seven and a half point dog, a two forty five money line. West Virginia's been pretty good at home. Neil Brown's hanging on by a thread. I looked at that one. I don't know. You know, they with firing the AD on Monday. How much is that a deal? Yeah, yeah Hartman said go big, go UMass plus five thousand. Yeah, no. UMass wins. I'll just go ahead and walk to Boise. You know, it's funny on DraftKings there is no money line on UMass. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't hate Arizona as a home dog against Washington State. Arizona has given some people some fits. The hell they beat UCLA last week. Gave USC fits. What do you think about that game, USC-UCLA? I like UCLA. I don't know. It's going to be really close. Yeah. I actually don't hate the over in that game. Huh? It's at like 70-something. Yeah, I think both teams could get into the upper 40s. Those Pac-12 games, seventy-six. Get, those Pac-12 games get shootout-ish. Just need a freaking, just need it freaking. Somebody get a stop. Yeah, North NC State's a one fifty money line. <laughs> yeah, Pete Pete's in here. He said quarterback play makes NC State hard to take. Hell yeah, there it's yeah, it's really it's oh. really tough because their their quarterback plays so bad, oh. so bad. Oh. All right, I'm I'm stalled long enough. I'm not going to do an SEC game. I said I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to do it. I like that plus 180, though, on Western Kentucky. They're only a four-and-a-half-point dog. It's, it's dropping. Dude, I'm telling you. So here's what's going to happen is Western – this is going to be a really close game. Western Kentucky is going to win, and then we're going to celebrate the close loss to Western Kentucky at home. That won't go over well at all. I think the the penny loses its shine this week. You think so? If I wasn't trying to, if I, I put it like this, if I wasn't trying to win this competition, I would, that would have been my money line. And I told my man, I told one of my buddies that listens that's an Auburn guy, I told him I just better be prepared for this weekend. Right. West, Western Kentucky doesn't care. Oh, no, they're going to show them play. Yeah. I mean, they're going to play. It would be a big win for them. They've already bowl eligible, right? Seven and four. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a big win for them. Yeah. Ah, screw it. Give me, uh, give me Western Kentucky. I like it. I got the Western Kentucky money line plus one eighty. It's I know more about that game than I do the Arizona game, and it's a better value. What was the other one you were going to do? Kansas State, West Virginia. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Looked, I think Kansas, I, looked it up. I actually think Kansas State's going to blow them out. I do too. The only other one I had was uh, I had Utah, but that's not one anymore. But the other lines that I had. Uh, I don't hate Maryland getting 27 and a half against Ohio State the week before Ohio State plays Michigan. For that matter. Where is that at? Uh, I think it's – I'm not sure. And Honestly, I don't hate Illinois getting 18 at Michigan. All right, so fun a fact, lot of points. Fun fact on this one, like Michigan and Illinois, and I, don't, I know they're ranked up there in the top five, I think, but points per possession, they're, they're leading like the country on defense, giving up the fewest points per possession. So this is going to be a – that's going to be a, a fun game to watch. That's a Big Ten game if there's ever been one, is Michigan-Illinois. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. So, hey, before you – got a bunch of people in the stream today. Before you go, you um, know what? You know, make I'm, sure I'm, we hit that I'm, like I'm, button, I'm, please. I'm, I'm going to change something. I'm not, I'm not going to break my – I'm not going to break my – I'm not, not going to do it. I'm going to do Arizona as my money. All right, Cole, get that down. 
Arizona. No, Arizona at home at, versus at, at Arizona is at home. Washington State. It's Washington State. Like four and a half points. And the money line. Probably one seventy. If I had to guess. I'm looking. By the way, that UCLA money line's only plus one ten. Vegas Vegas believes. Well, it's a two and a half point yeah, spread. Vegas believes. I'm looking for it. Uh, it's up here somewhere. I think it's an earlier game. Here it is. Uh, Arizona's plus 155. Okay. Yeah, if you guys don't mind uh, hitting the like button, please. I know we got a ton of people in here today. Um, and make sure you follow us on social media um, and all that good stuff. Oh, by the way, um, I haven't even told you this. We're going to do a uh, a test stream tomorrow for Boise. Yeah. You don't Obviously, you don't have to be there. Okay. It's going to be me and Cole. We're going to get on. We're going to do like a random – we got a y'all can y'all can let me call in. What time are y'all what time are y'all doing it? Um, I don't know yet. Okay, I'll, I'll probably if you're gonna call in, we'll figure out whatever time you're free tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be driving in the morning, but I could do it in the afternoon too. Okay, I'm gonna meet Caroline, take her to lunch. Okay, we'll do a uh, we're gonna do a test stream from the uh, from Quick U headquarters. Okay, uh, tomorrow, and we'll uh, what I'll do is so it'll be a surprise show. Where <laughs> it'll be a show. Uh, but if you guys don't mind, I, we'll tweet it out. I'll probably tweet it from my social media and tweet it from uh, McCready and Siski's social media uh, podcast. And you can just jump in. You won't get a notification or anything because it's not going to be on the MPW Digital uh, YouTube channel. It'll be on some random YouTube channel that we put up uh, to test the Road to Boise's remote uh, stuff, which we've, we feel like we got everything hammered in. We just want to do the whole – we want to try to do the whole kit and caboodle tomorrow. From start to finish, uh, and so we'll be ready to go for Boise. Okay, cool. All right, thanks to everybody for uh, being in the stream today. Thanks to Kyle. He says, uh, Kyle, when you change coaching jobs, do you ever keep any of the old gear? That is a great question. Um, no, I do not. Yeah. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I keep, if I change, like, so when I left South Alabama to come to Ole Miss, they were red, white, and blue, and a Nike school. And so the generic shoes and shorts that didn't have logos on it, I would yeah. keep. Um, the only thing I kept, uh, <laughs> he knows who he is. One of my buddies that's a banker here in town, <laughs> when I left the first time to go to Alabama, I gave him, I think it was right around $15,000 worth of gear. Wow. He was fired up about that. I think he still wears it. And then when I left Alabama, I gave uh, uh, my buddy Greg, who is a big Alabama fan, I gave him all my Alabama gear. Um, I usually give it away. Um, I do keep, I kept my, we had this jacket here that Ken Crane hooked us up with. It was a, it was a black, you know, freeze like the black stuff, you know, uh-huh. the jackets. Yeah, I remember that. So he had a this really warm, it'd be great this weekend, really warm like snow jacket. And it had this huge Ole Miss logo, but it was on the sleeve. And so I kept it and uh, I put a big American, American flag <laughs> patch on the, over the Ole Miss that I still wear that. But most of the stuff I give away. All right. Again, our thanks to uh, everybody in the stream for being part of it. We'll be back on uh, Monday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Thanks to all of you guys for being in the stream with us today. Uh, Got some stuff coming your way. Uh, Butcher versus Spin Instructor is at 6. There's another content item. Uh, podcast thing that might be coming out this afternoon. Uh, our producer, Caroline McCready, was putting that together, and I don't know whether it's ready or not. And then uh, Chase and I 
Chase and I will be uh, with you this evening. What y'all going to talk about? Or hand raise, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a good game on the night, though. Who's playing? Titans and Packers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll we'll do that. Um, so see you tonight at 7. <laughs> God, for Henry. I mean, I... <sighs> Thanks to everybody for being with us. We'll talk to you again soon. See you guys. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com